Welcome to the What's On Your Mind show. Thank you for tuning in again. I'm so excited. This is, a, this is just a good day. This is the day that the Lord has made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. And we are rejoicing here in the studio. And I have back with me uh, Pastor Stephanie Hicks. And she's going to talk to us to, uh, about some things today that hopefully that will inspire you, that will lift you up, and that will get you going in the name of Jesus. Go ahead, Stephanie, and tell us about yourself. Hi, I'm Stephanie, and it's great to be back in the studio with you. Um, I am excited about this topic. It kind of flows into the topic I talked about uh, when I was here last time, Divine Destiny, and it's called Respect Yourself. And uh, uh, I just want to say that that has been a theme of something that has just been resonating with me, Respect Yourself. Um, and I want to tell you a little bit about myself. I am, a, uh, I am married. I have three children. I'm preparing for a wedding, which is kind of stressful. <laughs> what? Yes, we're, we're having a wedding, and I'm excited about that. And I'm excited about what God has put in my heart. He's given me a mandate to be a baton carrier to the next generation. Uh, but this word is not just for the next generation. It is for everyone. It is a word I believe in due season that will help us um, get out of a stuck place. You know, have you ever been in a stuck place and you say, why am I stuck? Mm -hmm. You know, I just need to get moving, but I can't seem to get beyond these barriers. And so I'm hoping that this topic will help us tear down some of those barriers that's, that's hindering us from going forward in our lives, in our careers, in our marriage, just even with our personal self. Uh, what is it that's keeping me stuck in that stuck place? So I'm, I'm excited about it. That's good. Well, let, we can just go ahead and jump into it because I know uh, that there's more than likely someone, Stephanie, that's listening, that's stuck. You know, God has a way of sending us what we need. Yes. You know, have you, you know, it's like it's something that I need. I'm like, oh, my God, there it is. There it is. And it could be in a form that I least expect. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So uh, let him use it. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> well, you know, I was given a, a topic. I was asked to speak at a conference, and I saw the topic was restoring godly virtue. So I thought, oh, this is about purity, restoring godly virtue. I said, okay, I, I think I can get in with that topic. And then I saw the subline, the line underneath the topic, respect. I'm like, godly virtue, respect? Did I get this topic right? Did they t did a typo? And the Lord said, no, I want you to talk about respect. And so as I was thinking about respect, I thought, okay, I'm going to break it down into three areas, respecting others, respect yourself, respect God. And so that's the format that I started off with. And then um, just in my spirit, I thought, no, you got to start with respect yourself. You know, so often we talk about the golden rule, you know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. You know, we are love of others as you would love yourself. And I realized that people are not treating people well because they don't treat themselves well. They don't like themselves. Um, there's a lot of self-hate that's going on. And a, some of it can be attached to uh, social media. Some can be attached to just your cultural environment. Some can be attached to your family um, about your self-worth. And if you don't believe that you are worth anything, and if you don't respect yourself, as an individual, then you won't give respect because you have to sow it in yourself first. You know, I remember years ago, I was uh, doing a ministry at Star of Hope and uh, we were doing a skit. We always would start off with a skit, some kind of funny skit to get everybody going and engaged. And um, we were doing a skit and one of the skit was uh, one of the ladies, we had a basket and we talked about things that we need to keep us going. And one of them was 
And we had a mother. One of the mothers played this person. So first she was smoking. I got to have my cigarette. I got to have my cigarette. And then she goes, where are the condoms? And oh, my gosh. And everybody just bust out laughing because here's this older woman talking about where are the condoms? Right, right. Where are the condoms? Right. And then uh, someone came and ministered to her and told her, you don't need all this stuff to you know feel good about yourself. You don't need the condoms. You don't need the cigarettes. You don't need the joint. You don't need the, you know, we had a needle in there. So we were trying to, you know, attach all those things that would try to make them feel that they need something to be somebody. And then we played a theme song <clears throat> about this message. And a lady came up to me and she said, oh, oh, I needed that. And I said, what? She said, the only way I feel beautiful, the only way I feel good about myself is if I'm having sex with a man or someone's hitting, or a man is hitting on me. I don't feel like I don't have any worth. If no one tells me I'm beautiful, I'm sexy, or want to go to bed with me, I feel I have no worth. And that hit me so powerfully that her sense of worth was tied into sex. If a man didn't desire her or wanted to have sex with her, and if she would actually actively seek out and try to put herself in a position where a man would go after her or want her or promote herself. You know what I'm saying, promote herself, all her assets out there, right. just right. showing for the world to see right. or just trying to promote that so that she can get that sense of self-worth and self-respect. Mm. And, I, and, that's, and I, I'm thinking, wow, that is so serious. Yeah. And when you lose respect for yourself, it is something that literally dies on the inside of you. And it, and, it, and, it, and it withers away. And you wonder, you know, why you are not going forward. It's because you are holding on to a soul tide or something that is keeping you to a past or to a thought. It becomes a stronghold in your mind. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can feel you. I experienced it, did that, done there. Done that and like to say, bought the T-shirt. Bought and, and so now it's time to wake up. Mm-hmm. You have to realize that you are wonderfully and fearfully made. Yes. Okay, so many people don't realize that. They're looking at someone else, their body shape, and thinking, if only I had their body shape, if only I had their singing voice, if only I could speak like them, if only I, you know, and I'm saying, Get rid of all of that. You are wonderfully and fearfully made. Amen. It, the Bible tells us don't compare yourselves among yourself. It is not wise. I was watching a television show with my daughter. I think it was called Make It. And one of the contestants on the show had a, a health disability when she was young. I think she had a, uh, some kind of syndrome. She was had sick. And she said something that stood out to me. She talked about how... When she was young and she had all these health challenges and she looked slightly different because her ears didn't look like everybody else's ears or her, you know, physically, her physical features may not have developed like everyone else's developed. And she uh, felt like when she would go to school that nobody would like her. And then she realized that her biggest problem was called self-bullying. 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 Not somebody else bullying you. But you bullying yourself. Wow. How often is it that we tear ourselves down? You know, I went and I looked up the word respect, and it means a regard for the feelings, wishes, rights, and traditions of others. But what about my feelings? What about my rights? What about my wishes? Do I even consider them? 
And then it gave another definition, like a list of words that you could put with respect. And one was love. And I thought self-love. Right. Self-love. Do I love myself? Do I hate myself? Do I beat myself up? Do I do I cut my wrist? Because, you know, there's, there's young people that cut their, not just young people, but people right. that cut themselves right. because they, they hate themselves. And it is a form of torture and punishing themselves for not being good enough. And I'm here today to say you are good enough. You are good enough. I don't know what, what, your, what your drug of choice, whether it is cutting yourself, whether it is drugs, whether it's alcohol, whether it's putting yourself down, whether it is uh, isolation to say you're not good enough, you can't make it, you can't do it, you're not worth anything. Respect yourself. Respect the creation that God has put into you. Respect that you are wonderfully and fearfully made. Respect that he called you to be the light of the world. Respect that he's called you to be the salt of the earth. Respect yourself. Respect yourself. And then, and then it says caring. There's so many people who don't care about, they don't take care of themselves. They have become careless with their own being. You know, and you know that you know you may have, you know, auntie them, cousin them that falls in that category. And you're like, oh, why don't they just care for themselves? Mm. See, before I can do unto faith, I need to know what I can do unto me. I need to love myself because if I treat myself like trash, more than likely I'm gonna treat you like trash. Right. If I don't care for myself, then 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 uh. What does that say? My mother used to tell me when I was a young married woman, she goes, Stephanie, with the young children, put the children to bed at eight. You need to take care of yourself. She said, because you'll be frazzled and tired and worn and irritated with your children without a cause because you don't even care for yourself. And then it, it brings you down health-wise if you don't care right. for what God has given you. This is my body. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to treat it right. right. I respect myself. Mm -hmm. I respect myself. Mm -hmm. And then it goes on says understanding. You know, uh, the scripture says for men to live with their wives and understand. We need to live with ourselves. Understand that our personality and our differences may not reflect someone else's differences and personalities. But I'm going to live with myself according to understanding. How do I learn? How do I appreciate things? Uh, the fact that I may do something different um, than you do, it doesn't make that what I do wrong. It doesn't make what I do less valuable. It's just different. I'm going to have to say again, respect yourself. Yourself. Respect yourself. And you know, we talked about earlier how you know there's a, a, a famous song. Yes. Respect yourself. Respect yourself. <laughs> so just think about that song. You know, <laughs> we we can't sing it, but da 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 da. da. So we <laughs> we have to respect ourselves. Respect yourself. And then honesty. That's one of the things that people do. They lie to themselves. They lie to others. Then mm -hmm. you just become a liar. You lie to yourself. You tell yourself, okay, this is, this is like that young lady who believed that sex mm -hmm. was a thing that gave her value. She, 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 you know, a lot of times we blame others for things mm -hmm. because we're just not honest. Mm -hmm. we, we just, we're just not honest. Mm -hmm. I remember this play, this guy, he talked about this uh, woman. He goes, oh, you know these children nowadays, they tell one lie, then they tell another lie. 
pretty soon they're just a liar. <laughs> so we don't want to be a liar. We don't want to lie to ourselves. Right. To thy own self be true. To thine own self be true. You know, I may wish I could sing like faith, but I can't. But what can I do? I'm going to stay honest and true to myself. I'm going to be honest with myself. Right. I, I, you know, my weaknesses, my strengths. Right, right. You know, that reminds me of, I was at, um, I was ministering um, one weekend, and uh, there was another lady, what well, they called and asked for me to sing. And there was another singer there. So she went up first. And so I'm just in the audience waiting for, you know, them to call on me. So when she went up and she sang her song, Stephanie, it was, a train wreck. No, there was no talent for singing whatsoever. But the church was clapping. They were telling her how good she was. And I'm looking there, I'm like, that is not true. Why are these people lying to this woman? It was horrible. And one thing I don't, I don't criticize singers. You know, I don't criticize singers. And I don't criticize, you know, speakers or whatever. You know, I just try my best not to do that. But sitting there listening to her song, which was just terrible. It was, it was terrible. Mm -hmm. Okay. But, and then watching the audience applaud and, and encouraging. I'm like, why are they doing this? Why are they not speaking truth to her and lead her or help her to go in the direction that she's gifted in? Because I believe, well, the Bible says God has given us all gifts. And I believe he has given us all different talents, whatever that might be, you know. Mm -hmm. So I, I just couldn't understand why they were lying to her like that. A lot of times we think if we lie to people, we spare people the truth. Let me tell you a story. Um, I don't know how much time we have, but... Uh, okay, so uh, when I first got married, my uh, friend who had gotten married... Before, before my husband and I first got married, a friend of mine who got married before got a teaching series by Fred Price on marriage. And so she said, you all need to listen to this before you get married. We said, okay, we're going to listen to this. And, and the, one of his teaching points was don't start off with a lie. And he said, what happens is, he said, is that once you lie to someone he gave an example about this couple, and it's their anniversary, and she makes a beautiful dinner for, for him with a, a steak, and then she made those peas with the pearl onions, and then she did a, a special um, croissant roll, and she had asparagus, and you know, it was just a very fancy dinner mm -hmm. for their anniversary. So he came in, and he looks at the food, and he goes, I hate peas with pearl onions. I hate it. But then she was so happy, he said, I love that. Oh, thank you. Everything was so delicious. So year after year, she then began to fix him the same exact meal on their anniversary. Fast forward 15 years. They're going, they're at somebody else's house, and, and they serve pearl uh, peas with pearl onions, and they run low. And he goes, oh, I can get you some water in the kitchen. He goes, ah, don't worry about it. I don't like, I don't like peas with pearl onions. And she looks at him and goes, what else have you been lying to me about? See, lies beget a spirit of distrust. So the best thing would have been for someone to pull her aside and, you know, or just from the beginning. You know, a lot of times we as parents, we have to walk that fine line of encouragement mm -hmm. and truth. Right. 
We have to guide our children <laughs> to the place that they should go. Like maybe you're not a singer. Basketball is not your strong suit. Maybe you should try soccer. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to help God and we have to help one another. Right. And what's happened is we, we think we do one another a favor by lying. And then maybe at that format, it wasn't the time to say, oh, that wasn't the best song but maybe a separate person would come and say, hey, um, I noticed that you sing. Do you need voice lessons? You know, just help, whatever, just in a way of love. Ask the Lord to give you that way of love mm -hmm. to promote truth. Mm -hmm. And you know what, Stephanie, when she sat down, we were sitting at the same table, the singer. And, uh, you know, we were just sharing back and forth. And I told her that I was taking voice, which I was taking voice lessons. And I was like, you know, you might want to think about taking voice lessons. I shared that with her, right? Mm -hmm. And she was like, I don't need voice lessons. I'm like, okay, we're done. <laughs> because she has been, and what's going to happen is if someone else tells her, oh it's going to cause a, a, a collapse. So oh we, have to, we, have to, we have to find that way of love, mm -hmm. of sharing and helping people. Mm -hmm. um, let me just keep, I'm going to say two couple more points. Don't be abusive or judgmental. You know, a lot of times, remember I use that term self-bullying? Mm -hmm. A lot of times we are so judgmental. We beat ourselves up, and it causes anxiety. It causes mental issues because we ourselves bully ourselves or judgment on ourselves. Or mm -hmm. We're so anxious and average. I, can, I don't know. I can't do this. I can't do this. I, I, uh, because we then, we are now, have put ourselves in our own prison. Don't put yourself in a prison. Don't put yourself in a prison. I, I just, I don't know, there's somebody out there maybe in a prison that they put themselves in a prison mm -hmm. and they've locked it and they've chained it and people have been trying to tell you you can do it. People have been trying to tell you that you are worth more. People are trying to tell you get out of that relationship. You don't, you don't deserve to be treated that way, but you felt like your mother has been treated that way, your grandmother has been treated that way, and you've put yourself in a prison. Lock the door and throw away the key. Today I'm bringing you a key. Respect yourself. There are a lot of times we have been so abusive to ourselves, judgmental of ourselves. I am no good. I am not worth it. I come from trash. I come from this. I come from that. And we begin to beat ourselves up, and I, I believe that we are not to do that. And then we, we have to be a person of consideration. Consider your skill set. We talked about that. All right? I know I'm not a singer. So when I sing, I sing at home. Now, if they call upon me to sing, I said, I will let you know I'm making a joyful noise. Please join me in this joyful noise unto the Lord. I know, right? Noise. <laughs> Keyword noise. I'm like, let me, let me be very clear. <laughs> mm -hmm. I love to sing. It is not my gift, but I love to worship. So let's just all come in together and worship the Lord. There is a way to tap into something that's not your primary assignment, but you have to be considerate. Consider yourself. Consider what your strengths are. When I became born again, I knew I wanted to have a gift. And I, I, saw, I saw people with different gifts. And I, people were speaking at the, at the youth meeting, people who were singing, people who were dancing. And I felt I had nothing. And I said, Lord, I have nothing. And um, I remember I wanted to see visions because this one girl said she saw angels. And I was in a meeting. And somebody was taking pictures. And I thought I saw 
uh, angels, but it really was their flash oh that God. was going off in the atmosphere. And I was like, oh, I'm nothing. And the Lord said, well, go see what I require. And I saw he said to encourage one another daily, be an encourager. Mm -hmm. So I said, oh, I can exhort, I can encourage. So I would try to find one person I could tell something positive to. So I consider what I had, what was in me. You know, there's a parable of the talents. Mm -hmm. Many of us, uh, you know, right. are familiar with those talents. He gave one five mm -hmm. talents, one a two, and one one. Right. The one with five went to work immediately and began to dub and doubled his talents. Right. The one who had two, he went to work and he doubled his talents. The one with one said, I'm going to hide it mm -hmm. because I know he's a hard master, so you're judging someone else and you're judging your own ability and you hide what you have. Now, now the Bible says he that has uh, will have more, and he that have not, even that which he has will be taken away. Right. And we see that in that parable, the one that he had was taken away. Well, I, all I could do was encourage. That's all I could do. I said, I'm going to encourage people. So then I read somewhere that God loves a cheerful giver. I said, oh, I can do that. Mm -hmm. And so I said, I'm going to give with cheerfulness. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to give abundantly. I'm going to give with cheerfulness. I said, I got those two things I can do for the Lord. I begin to consider what was in my wheelhouse, what's in my toolkit, and then maximize that. And then God began to open doors of leadership for me. God began to open doors for speaking for me. God began to say, I want you to go take a dancing class. I'm like, a dancing? I want you to dance. I said, Lord, are you sure? <laughs> He said, yes, that's all I want you to do. So he began to then open up giftings and things that I didn't even know I had because I was con I considered what was in my tool house, what was in my wheelhouse, what did I have in my, in my uh, toolkit that I could use for the glory of God. Wow. So you didn't despise small beginnings. No. I, I started with what? Exhorting one another. Exhorting one another. And I think that we all need to walk in that level of respect. I just want to uh, make some confessions over everyone okay. on the confess yourself. I want to say, first of all, I want to tell you, to, I beseech you by the living mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. It's reasonable. You can do it. You can present your body. You do not have to be conformed to this world. And then I just want to make a couple of more um, uh, declarations. I want to tell you that you, once you receive the Lord Jesus Christ, and if you haven't, you can do that today because that really makes a difference. It clicks you into another, it takes you into another level mm -hmm. of, uh, of, of, um, of, of love, of respect. Mm -hmm. You know, everything that I said can be used for someone who's not saved, but I'm telling you, once you get Jesus Christ in your life, there's a whole nother level of Amen. love and respect. Amen. And it says, once you know that you're saved, I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. You know, I think about that young lady back at uh, the homeless shelter who said, the only way I feel self-worth is that if, if a man is, ha I'm having, I can have a man make, make love to me and have sex. It's not really making love, it's sex. Right. Because that made her feel beautiful. She felt right. desirable. She had that need to feel desirable. You know, uh, what we have to realize, there may be an underlying cause of rejection in right. your past that makes you crave these things. And ask God to help you deal with that rejection. Re resist that rejection and now walk in acceptance right. of his love for you. 
And so we, we, we played, we prayed deliverance prayers and we begin to walk her into acceptance mm -hmm. of who she is. Okay. Mm -hmm. Acceptance, you know, and then, you know, then it says, I am righteous. I am holy. It's not because of what I've done. It's nothing I can do to be righteous and holy. Only thing I can do is accept what Jesus did. You know, I, I, you know, I, I'm not that good. I've had my, uh, uh, what's that song say? I've had my, uh, my good days. I've had my down days. Right. But this one thing I know is that Jesus is the same and that he loves me and he has no respect of person. No respect of person. There is no way he loves somebody else more than he loves me. I'm here to tell you that. There is no way he loves somebody else more than he loves you. Amen. Say that again, Stephanie. There is no way. No way. That he loves somebody else more than he loves me. There is just no way. Wow. No way. No way. It's just no way. I mean, when he said, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, he didn't say, oh, well, I'm only going to choose um, 500,000 people and the other two, two and a half of uh, 10 billion, just forget them. No. He said, I love you all. all. No, I love, you no matter who you are, I love you all. Mm -hmm. And once I can embrace that love and know that somebody loves me unconditionally, oh, my God unconditioned that um there is nothing nothing there was a song that my husband and i we adapted as our as our theme song and it says i'm in love with you there's nothing i won't do my heart is knit to yours and forever you'll be mine wow. and in my eyesight you will always be right my love that's the way god looks at you he said and in my eyesight i'll always accept you Amen. i'll always be there for you and you know what, Stephanie, someone needed to hear that. And because what she's saying is true, God loves you unconditionally. And if there's someone listening today, uh, it doesn't matter uh, where you are right now in your, in your life, whether you're on cocaine, uh, whether you are uh, um, prostituting or, or gay or lesbian, it doesn't matter to God. God gave his son for all. Yes. Not for some, for all. And you can come to Christ today. So we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna we're gonna um, we're gonna pray over you. And if you feel led to give your life to Christ, this is a good time today because God says, "Choose ye today yes. whom you will serve." Yes. So Stephanie, can you live, lead them in the? Uh, prayer of salvation yes it's so easy it's such an easy thing in Romans it tells us if we if we uh, believe in our heart and confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord if we believe that he died for our sins then we shall be saved so just you can just pray this prayer after me our father, our father forgive me of my sins today I make a decision to accept Jesus as my Lord and according to your word I believe in my heart, I in my heart and, I confess, with my and mouth, I confess with my mouth, Jesus is my Lord, Jesus is my Lord. Therefore, therefore, I am saved. I am saved. Heavenly, Father, Heavenly Father, I belong to you now. I belong to you now. Devil, Devil, you are under my feet. You are under my feet. I am more than a conqueror. I am more than a in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you have, if you repeated that that prayer, uh, trust me, you are saved. And just be listening out to what God is saying to you because He will He will seek you out and He will begin to speak to you and your life will be changed forevermore for the better. And with that being said, I want to thank you, Stephanie, for coming on the show.
this is a very, very busy, busy woman. Not, you know, she, she opened up with she's a pastor, she's a wife, she's a mother. And she has a lot on her, pl- her plate. And I just appreciate you from the, I really do, Stephanie, from the bottom thank of my you, heart. Thank you. From the top of my heart, <laughs> within my heart. I just thank you for just taking out your time to come and motivate somebody today. And with that being said, we're gonna we're gonna bid you bye. You can listen bye. to what's on. I'm sorry, Stephanie. You can listen to what's on your mind show every Wednesday, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, MixTalkMedia.org. And with that being said, we're gonna salute you. Bye, bye.